Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. I remember in a situation where I was in need of desperate help, I would call upon the Lord in my heart. And my soul would plead to the Lord asking for help. And I imagine sometimes uh, if I did not know God, what would I do in those times of uh, difficulties? Like my soul naturally would seek the Lord because I know God. But what would, I, what would happen to me if I did not know uh, God? To whom would I uh, direct my attention? To whom would I uh, plead my case asking for assistance? Maybe I would go to other people asking for help. I would go to uh, persons uh, that I know well who would assist me. Um, but I know that uh, from my experience, that does help a little, but that does not help me entirely. I could comfort me, comf uh, and they can comfort me a little, but they cannot guide me uh, through the darkness. They cannot guide me through uh, the life, uh, life, life challenging moments. It's only God, through His words, when I ask for assistance and help, when I plead to Him, that He answers and guides me. And I believe uh, that Moses knows uh, that it's only God where we should direct all of our attention. Uh, he is blessing his people, yes, but ultimately he is directing all of their attention to God himself because these blessings would not become true unless they seek this from the Lord their God. So as we look into the latter part of Moses' blessing to his uh, people, we'll see a statement made in the latter part of this passage. So we're going to take a look and find out uh, what Moses did uh, and said uh, to his people. Let's take a look. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 18 through 29. About Zebulun, he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and you, Issachar, in your tents. They will summon peoples to the mountain and there offer the sacrifices of the righteous. They will feast on the abundance of the seas, on the treasures hidden in the sand. About Gad, he said, Blessed is he who enlarges Gad's domain. Gad lives there like a lion, tearing at arm or head. He chose the best land for himself. The leader's portion was kept for him. When the heads of the people assembled, he carried out the Lord's righteous will and his judgments concerning Israel. About Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's cub springing out of Bashan. About Naphtali, he said, Naphtali is abounding with the favor of the Lord and is full of his blessing. He will inherit southward to the lake. About Asher, he said, most blessed of sons is Asher. Let him be favored by his brothers, and let him bathe his feet in oil. The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze, and your strength will equal your days. There is no one like the God of Jeshurun, who rides across the heavens to help you, and on the clouds in his majesty. 
The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out your enemies before you, saying, Destroy them. So Israel will live in safety. Jacob will dwell secure in a land of grain and new wine, where the heavens drop dew. Blessed are you, Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. He is your shield and helper and your glorious sword. Your enemies will cower before you, and you will tread on their heights. So as we take a look into the latter part of Moses' blessing to his people, we see that he concludes with another statement. He began already with the introductory statement, uh, who God is. It's the God who came to his people. It's the God who loved his people. Now we see in verse 26 to 29 that there is no one like the God of Jeshurun, uh, as meaning the Israelites. Uh, he's the one who helps his people. He's the one who is a refuge to his people. He's the one who will drive their enemies. He's the one who will allow them to live in safety. He is the one uh, who will allow his people to dwell securely in, in the promised land, and he's the one uh, that could be identified as a Lord who saved his people. And that's the identification uh, that Moses further gives in the narr narration of the blessing. And now, these are stated within the context uh, where uh, Moses is mentioning all the life aspect uh, of each tribe. But I can't say it in details of each tribe, but at least I can pinpoint some of the elements that Moses mentions so that it pertains to us. Uh, for example, uh, it says in verse 18 about Zebulun, he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and you, Issachar, in your tents. Now, it, it pertains to each tribe, but the elements seems to be uh, a, a very general. Uh, the reason why general is because it says, in your going out, and in your tents. It means our daily lives, uh, outside of our house and also indoors. Now, this is especially very important for all of us who are especially quarantined because we're all staying in our tents. Uh, uh, sometimes it's very difficult uh, if you're trapped with your energetic kids. Uh, for me, example, I have two very, very energetic boys and they wake up very early in the morning and they sleep late night. I try to put them to sleep uh, early in the night, but they're so energetic that they just can't sleep. Uh, they keep on uh, playing, just asking to join their uh, fights and exercise and all the sorts that they will be doing throughout the day. And with me exhausted with energy, um, I just can't join them. I mean, I ask the Lord to help me and give me strength uh, throughout the day because my energy does not amount up to uh, their energy. Um, I'm pretty saddened by the fact that uh, I can't play with them with enough power and energy, but it's just good to see how well they have endured uh, the, these times of quarantine. Uh, the reason I say that is because these words kind of makes me think about the days I'm going through because it's about in your going out and, and in your tents, especially in your tents part. Uh, this talks about the daily lives going out and doing whatever you may be uh, obligated to do or responsible to do. And also it pertains to what happens in, inside your home. And that's the part that Moses is asking for God's uh, blessings. Now these cannot be asked for unless, like I said in the beginning, 
if you do not know who God is, you have to identify who God is because He's the only one who could give us refuge and help and fight against the enemies. When you go out, He's the one who fights for us. When we are staying inside, He's the one who secures us in our dwelling. He protects us. And not only that, in everyday situation, He's the one who also gives us discernment. I find this in verse 21. In the latter part of verse 21, it says, uh, it, it pertains to the uh, tribe of Gad, but it says, um, He carried out the Lord's righteous will and His judgments concerning Israel. Now, this is important. Why? Because this is speaking about discernment. Uh, when the tribe of Gad is trying to uh, carry out the Lord's will, he needs discernment. Yes, he does, he does need instructions, which is the, the law itself. Uh, but knowing what's right and wrong according to uh, God's word allows us to discern so that we could only do what's righteous before the Lord. And every judgment that he makes concerning his people uh, become true because he is basing his judgment upon God's instruction. Uh, this is talking about ultimately discernment. And our discernment comes only through the wisdom of God that is written to us through His spoken word, that is scripture. And we are able to live our daily lives, the going out and being inside, if we hold on to His wisdom. We are able to better discern if we are able to listen to His word and follow His commands. Now, if you do not know who God is, then you would not hold on to His word because it's unnecessary wisdom. You will find it elsewhere. But if you know He is the one who would help us, if you know that He is the one who would fight for us, if you know that He would protect us and secure us and bless us, uh, then we are blessed because of that knowledge. Then we would direct our daily attention and our focus to God alone and will be better able to discern in every situation. So we know who God is. Through Christ Jesus, we believe in the God who saves us, who protects us, who guides us, and who even fights for us. Uh, that's the Lord who we believe in. Now, that gives us confidence because in our daily lives, uh, we are able to direct our attention and ask for His help whenever we're trying to discern for something. And that's the very thing I believe that this passage is speaking to us to do. In your daily lives, wherever you go, in your outside life where you're working or you're meeting someone or the family that you're interacting inside the house, in the tents, I hope that God is the only one that could help you in every way. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you for you have given us the knowledge of who you are. Through the salvific work of the Christ, uh, salvific work for Christ Jesus, we came to know who you are. It's because of that we are confident that we could direct our attention to you and ask for our assistance and our help. You are the one who could guide us. You are the one who could fight for us and you are the one who can protect us. So Lord, thank you for allowing us to come to know you. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul.